see the new Predator movie? Yeah, Prey. I saw Prey. I haven't seen it yet. Dope. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, that was. I forgot that it came out, and I was like, "Shit, I gotta watch that." Yeah, I, I think it's worth the watch. Um, but yeah, give me a sec. <clears throat> Welcome back, fellow hooligans, to another episode of Quick Quotes Podcast. I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Goofy, the Coyote Kid himself. What is up, man? What's going on, man? I haven't heard your voice in a while. I thought it'd be time we do a podcast. Oh, something minutes. Yeah, I, this time I went to the restroom. <laughs> Excellent. All righty, but yeah, we're back with another episode with some quick quotes, real quick. You know, um, and this theme's for Roman at least of quotes is gonna be Warhammer 40k more likely than not, just because that's what I have a little bit more exposure to. I'm not the most well-versed, so unfortunately I can't cite a lot of these quotes, but I do remember a lot of them. Um, do you have a theme to any of your quotes this week, Goof, or just some more cool ones? I'm going to stick to anime. Anime? All right. Cool, cool, cool. So it's still going to be a little bit all over the place, but it's a little bit more theme-like. Yeah, definitely. It's all at least held together tangentially. All right. That's cool. Um, but let me start off with one of my quotes, which was – let me pull it up real quick – so with Warhammer, the first quote, which I really liked, um, for those of you who don't know, Warhammer uh, 40K means 40,000, which is the year it's set in. It's a very uh, grim, dark future, you know, um, and uh, it's pretty much the, how do I explain it? There's chaos in the universe, and uh, there's different lords of chaos or whatever, you know, different gods for different types of chaos, um, the ruinous powers as they call them, and... Uh, my favorite, I would have to say, when it comes to the chaos gods or, you know, ruinous powers is corn, because I like the designs. They're just the most heavy metal-looking motherfuckers. They have all the skulls and the tongues and all the trophies and the bone and the chain mail. They just look badass. You know, again, just very heavy metal space marines. And he's the corn, right? Corn, he's the he's also referred to as the blood god. He, the Lord of Skulls, he's the chaos god of war, hatred, rage, wrath, blood, martial honor, strength, and murder. He, you know, even though he's all about violence, pretty much, he's also, you know, martial, he's also the god of martial honor. So, you know, to, how do you say, to not have honor martially and fighting and, you know, living your life, it's, it's, it's akin to like, you know, cowardice to him, you know, to, to be sneaky, to not be straight ahead. Um, and that's why it's funny because some of these, there, there, there's four gods. There's the, um, corn, you know, the god of chaos, you know, the chaos god of violence and murder and all that. There's Slanesh, which is the chaos god of, uh, overindulgence, right? Of, um, and then there's, um, Nurgle, the chaos god of pestilence and disease. And then there's Zinch, the chaos god of knowledge. And naturally, okay. Um, these gods, they're, they're, they hate each other in set. So like, um, Korn hates Slanesh because Korn's whole thing is the kill, 
you know, the, the the best part is killing them. This is the best part. The blood is splashing everywhere. That's the best part. And Slanesh is like, no, the best part is torturing them until they die, you know, expanding this experience, you know, indulging in it. And then same thing, Zinch, you know, it's the god of knowledge, the chaos god of knowledge. It wants to know everything there is. And then with Nurgle, he's always creating new diseases and stuff. So it's, it's ever changing. So it works against, you know, uh, uh, Zinch. So naturally, you know, it's funny that they hate each other for different things. And, uh, but yeah, he's known as the Blood God. And one of my favorite quotes from the game, or it's so freaking cool from the universe, is called Blood for the Blood God, Skulls for the Skull Throne. And that is what the Chaos Space Marines or anybody who is aligned with Chaos, when they go into battle, that is one of their mantras, one of their chants. If they are aligned with Corn, it is Blood for the Blood God, Skulls for the Skull Throne. So that means uh, the blood god wants blood, blood, and then his throne is literally on a pile of skulls. So whenever you kill someone, their skull goes to the throne to make it higher and higher and higher. So it's, you know, blood for the blood god, skulls for the skull throne. Such a freaking quote. There's a paint, a technical paint that in the game for the miniatures that when it dries, it looks like wet, freshly spilled blood, even when it's dry. Okay. And it's called blood. Fucking cool. But how fucking cool is that? How heavy metal is that? Blood for the blood god, skulls for the skull throne. Yeah, no, that's super cool. What about you, Goof? What quotes you got? Roman? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I think we're having technical difficulties. Oh, we're good. We're good. Give me one second. Okay, you can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, spell corn for me real quick. K-H-O-R-N-E. Okay, was that in any reference to the band? Uh, I don't think so. Because Korn's okay. existed no, long uh, before the band Korn, K-O-R-N-E, okay, or so K-O-R-N. Nah, it's K-H-O-R-N-E. Okay. Yeah, because this has uh, been around even since the fantasy stuff, and the fantasy stuff's from the late 70s. Okay. Fuck, dude, no, that's not so fucking cool, dude. Um, uh, can you Just heavy me? metal. <laughs> Just heavy metal? Yeah, it's just it's super heavy metal. If you look at these guys, you're just like, damn, these guys do look badass. Okay, I'll have to look into them because yeah, what you're describing is really cool. I like the idea of uh, blood for the blood god and skulls for the skull throne. throne that never end. Yeah, a throne that will never end and growing because uh, from what I know, the Warhammer universe, everybody's always quote unquote always at war. war. Even though you don't know you're worshiping corn, you are indirectly. If you are spilling blood. Mm. And that's another quote. You know what? I'll just jump ahead. I'll, I'll leapfrog. Another one of his quotes is um, – so the, the quote was, uh, corn cares not from whence the blood flows, only that it flows. So he means I don't care where it gets – I don't care how you do it. Just fucking kill people and make blood fucking flow. I don't care if you think you're worshiping another god. In reality, you're worshiping me. Now fucking make that blood flow. <laughs> he just wants results. I feel like that that uh, that happens in, in religion now as it is as well. Yeah. Like you can say you're killing for uh, for your god. Yeah. In reality, you're killing for another one because that's what they want. That's what they believe. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's exactly. The, they believe that this is what what's happening, but in reality, this is probably happening for another reason. And uh, religion. Anyways. That's right. A, that's a good one. Um, I'll give you one of mine, which is going to anime. Um, this comes from uh, one of my classic and one of my favorite shows that's ever come out, Cowboy Bebop. 
Um, the quote is, uh, that means relaxing. The whole body is, is, let me start over. That means relaxing. The whole body so it can react instantly without resistance? No, without thought. Do you see now? It means becoming like clear water. Did you ever watch Cowboy Bebop? Never, never, no. Okay, so uh, our main character, his name's uh, Spike. He's yes. Like a, he's a space cowboy. Yeah. And uh, what he does, he's uh, he's like a bounty hunter. He's, he's out in space. Whenever there's a bounty, that's how they eat. That's how they survive. He's just collecting his bounties. Uh, he comes up to this planet, and there's this guy that comes and tries to pickpocket him. And obviously, he teaches him a lesson because he knows how to fight. Um, and then the, the person that tried to pickpocket him says, hey, I want to learn how, what you do. Can you teach me? He's like, all right, I'll teach you how to fight. I'll teach you how to throw a punch or whatever. And he says that those lines is you need to – you can't be strict on how you fight. You can't just throw a punch because that's what you know. You have to react to what the other person does because when you react, the other person can't. So when they're fighting or whatever, this guy throws a punch, and obviously our uh, spike is just dodging, weaving, and then he throws a punch when it's necessary. And I, I think this comes from um, what they, they took inspiration from Bruce Lee. Be and water, my friend. Mm-hmm. So Empty Bruce your Lee mind. Be like formless, that. shapeless, like water. You put water into a cup, mm-hmm. it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it into a teapot, it becomes a teapot. Now it can flow. But now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Yeah, when you were saying that, I was like, yeah, that's the Bruce Lee quote. We're very exactly. similar to it, right? Yeah, he took inspiration from Bruce Lee because that's how that's the way the character in the show fights. It's it's very reactive, and I think that's something that Bruce Lee tried to teach everybody in his uh, teachings and as a fighter was a uh, not one style is gonna styles are made to uh, counter another style, right? Exactly. The problem with so, styles or martial art forms is they're rigid. You're trained to do this, blah blah blah. But in the problem is when you become so technical, so rigid, you can be taken advantage of, right? You're like, oh, he's doing this. He's going to do this. I can sidestep it, fucking punch him. I can do this and that. You know, that's the problem, right? When you're programmed, you want to be like, he says, like water, right? You want to flow. You want to go with it. Exactly. So if you're always trained to, like, you, you're always going to, let's say you and me are fighting, and I, I'm always going to start with the right hook. What are you going to do? You're going to expect it. Eventually, you will expect it. So the the idea that you change your fighting to always, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Adapt to the circumstances that you're in. That's a that's something that can be taken into consideration more than just fighting. It's like, yeah, yeah, and life is is you can either. It's kind of like we talked about in the previous episode where we talk about you have to have the ability to go into the world even though it's not perfect, right? So the idea is mm-hmm. you cannot calm chaos. You cannot. Now, to be able to live in the chaos, that is a better skill because, again, the world's never going to be perfect. There's never going to not be unknowables out there. So to train yourself to be like water, right, to flow, to go with the flow, to become, you know, yeah. fluid, to exist in the chaos, right, like – yeah. That is a good mentality to have, a good lifestyle, a good you know philosophy to have is, you know, I, I would much rather be strong enough to survive in a chaotic, difficult world than to be to, than to hope for the the world to be easier, right? It's another Bruce Lee quote. It's funny how we're bringing up so many Bruce Lee quotes. It's like, pray not for an easy life, pray for the strength to endure a hard one, right? To endure a difficult one. Yes. It's, 
nothing in life easy, you know, that comes easy is worthwhile, or nothing worthwhile in life comes easy, you know, to be, to be strong, resilient, you know, it's just, it's a good, it's a good ethic to have, too. He, you know, he was good, man, like, to come up with that on his own, it's just like, it's genius to, because another thing that, that they say in the anime is, when you look at a river of water, it bends, it spins, it, it, it crashes, and you need to be like the water. Sometimes you just need to bend with it and everything because water has different forms and it can adapt to any kind of situation when, when it needs to. Right. You know, you, you come across a boulder. You know, if you if you don't bend, if you don't give, if you don't move or flow, then you're just going to stop, right? And you do not want to stop. In life, you don't want to stop. You want to flow. You want to continue. And then when it gets past that stone and it goes over a waterfall, it crashes. It destroys. It carves into the earth. You know, so again, you need to know when to when to flow, when to crash. Exactly. And that that's something that I, I thought was really genius. And I'm glad I, I know it came from Bruce Lee, and I'm glad it, it was adapted into the sound. Yeah. Well, then again, because of the show that you're watching, you were uh, introduced to a philosophy that you might not um, have been. Yes. You you didn't know you learned Bruce Lee by indirectly osmosis Bruce Lee. So um, another quote I want to bring up. So, you know, I brought up earlier the chaos gods, right? And the demon, the, the chaos, that's where the demons and stuff come from. It's called the warp or the immateria. That's the, the chaos world where where they reside. Um, yes. Now, uh, the emperor of mankind, you know, our, our god emperor Edward, um, it's not really Edward. He's just known as the emperor of man. But uh, locally, our emperor of mankind is named Edward. Uh, he's one of our local uh, Warhammer guys. He's a really cool dude. Um, but yeah, in the universe, uh, the god emperor, he's known, they, they speculate that he's the god of order, right? There's a god of chaos, there has to be a god of order. And, you know, in order, there's one, right? You know, that this is it. And um, he is the emperor of mankind. He's made sure that mankind has made it to as far as they can in the universe, you know, out populating planets and stuff. And along with the threats of Xenos races, right, the aliens, you have the orcs, the Drukhari, or the elves, you know, the, the Eldar, the space elves. You have uh, the Tau. You have the Tyranids, which are your Xenomorphs. There's so many different alien races out there and you, that they have to worry about. But then they also have to worry about chaos because chaos is the rule in his powers, you know. You can unknowingly be serving chaos you know you can be going out there um spreading the word of your emperor but in killing people senselessly and violently you're serving corn and you can become corrupted and the you know well, for those who don't know the the game's called warhammer 40,000 or 40k there is an era called Warhammer 30,000 or 30K colloquially, and it's called the Horus Heresy. And it's basically that universe of civil war. There was, I believe, 52 legions of the Space Marines, um, and half of them fell to chaos. Um, they were, they were, uh, led astray by chaos. So there was a whole civil war before, you know, it ended and before basically Horus, you know, the guy who led it, he was the most beloved son of, of the emperor and he, the Emperor killed Horus, but not before Horus dealt him a uh, lethal blow. So the Emperor is basically on life support. He's on this golden throne. He's just like a mummified corpse on there. Um, and they need to keep him alive because he's what keeps the uh, – I forget. I think it's called like the uh, the space web, which is their way of kind of tra uh, transporting through uh, chaos and through space, you know, their hyperspace routes and stuff. And uh, so – 
because of that, like so much life was lost. They were set back so much because of the Horus heresy that they don't, the, the Imperium of Man does not want chaos to exist. And they have a bunch of different orders, a bunch of different sects, not just space marines. There's also, uh, um, uh, the Inquisitions, the Inquisitors, and they go around from planet to planet making sure that it is not tainted by chaos. And one of their quotes is, Innocence proves nothing. <laughs> it is not enough that you are innocent because that doesn't prove anything. They have to utterly deem you that you are free of chaos, not tainted at all. Because again, you could not only is it a funny quote, it's like, yeah, innocence doesn't prove anything, but it's also in a sense, it's right because you can be unknowingly serving chaos without knowing, like without knowing that you are. Yeah, I, I, that that makes sense in, in reference to the quote of your yeah, what you said is. Innocence proves nothing. Doing something wrong, like uh, what's the thing that people say? Uh, ignorance isn't. No, it's the uh, the path to hell is paved with good intention. No, no, there's something else. Um, ignorance is bliss. Ignorance of the law. Oh, ignorance of the law doesn't mean doesn't mean you didn't break it. Like if yeah, I break a law it doesn't. Mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I don't know exists doesn't mean that I didn't break a law. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Yeah, dude, that, that's such a good oh, quote man. though. Innocence 40, proves nothing, 40. dude. Yeah, it's grim, dark, well, dude. It's bad. There's only like one like happy that. ending in the series. Do they have like a, a something to read from or something to watch? So, yes and no. They used to have a lot of really good resources on YouTube to watch it, and then Warhammer Games Workshop, the company that owns them, cracked down and took it all down. They only want to have their stuff oh out my there. God. It's because they're, they're save the shit out of people. Yeah, basically, which sucks. There was a lot of really cool stuff. Um, now you get the lore from the codexes, the rule books for the armies. It'll have lore for each specific specific faction in there on top of the rules. They make novels. It's called the Black Library. Oh, dude, they make tons of novels like That's star wars name. world That's of warcraft fucking good name yeah um and then they make uh comics a few here and there they used to make more than they do now um and then they have video games uh but just a bunch of different stuff and you really do like i've looked into a bunch of the different stuff and it's it's a fucking hole dude like it's a, a fucking you can go down that rabbit hole for days and not know everything like there's so much to it but it's it's fucking cool it's badass I tell people all the time because I, I got out of Warhammer to play Star Wars Legion, and I tell people all the time I like I like Warhammer. I do. I really like Warhammer. I like Warhammer 40k, but I love Star Wars, and that's my excuse for being. I'm gonna stop buying this to continue to buy more of this, and I just because I prefer to play the Star Wars game doesn't mean I don't like Warhammer. I just love Star Wars, and I like Warhammer. The lore is freaking sick. It's so badass. Again, I'll, I'll bring up a, another quote. Um, you know, we we brought up the uh, the Inquisition, right? They're they're people going around. They're not space marines. Space marines are badass, dude. They're like super, the closest thing they have to superheroes. The Inquisition oh. is just dudes. You know, think think like your you know your Inquisitors, like uh, you know, they're just going around making sure people are on the up and up. And their quote was, you know, innocence proves nothing. There's another branch of the Imperium called the Astra Militarum. The Astra Militarum is the army. That is the normal people. That is the not superhero Space Marine guys. So they're just like people like me and you, but with actual training, you know, our military. And uh, they are, their whole thing is they're not as strong, but they have the numbers. And um, the, you know, they're the ones that they have tanks, they have, you know, all this and that. And uh, they're meant to be disposable. Space Marines are too, but the Astra Militarum more so. 
like their tanks that they have, they don't have like shocks or anything. Their seats aren't padded. You're, you're gonna, you're not gonna be comfortable in it at all. And their whole reason is why would you put that? You're gonna die within five minutes of the battle. (laughs) Like, (laughs) they're just being churned, churned over and over. And, um, there's one, so there's the, the guard, which is, uh, cause they got different factions within the Astro Militarum. Like there's the Valhallans, those are like your Russians, you know. Um, you have like your Krieg guys, which are very close to like your German dudes. You have your Katachans, which are like your, you know, your African, um, like jungle warrior type guys, you know, Rambo, stuff like that. Um, and then you have your, your guard, which is like, you know, Canadian, um, yeah, they're called Cadian actually. C- Canadian, Cadian, um, Cadian North American, you know, type of a uh, of a military, and there was a planet called Cadia, and there's a quote called "The planet broke before the guard did." So the Cadian guard, they kept fighting. So what happened is there's these massive, think massive, massive ships, huge, huge ships, like they're called Blackstone Fortresses, and um, uh, I think his name was Abaddon. He was a Chaos uh, Space Marine like chapter leader, or whatever. He crashed one of these like ships in, into the planet so the planet broke in two basically like it got destroyed and the quote is the planet broke before the guard did because while the planet was being destroyed they still kept fighting like as it was literally falling apart around them they did not cease to fight and so that's the quote is the planet broke before the guard did you know they were there <laughs> such a cool fucking quote right and to to um to take into consideration, I guess the the drive that these people have that's that's really good. Yeah, I, but that's that's like the religious zealotry right there, though, dude. Like yeah, exactly, that's what I mean. Is um when people fight for a cause, they they're not gonna give up, and that's something you see in real life every day. Is like, oh yeah, if someone's fighting for something, they're gonna keep fighting even if, at, at the cost of everything else. Sometimes. Right, right. What cause you got, goof? I got one from. Have you seen Attack and Titan yet? Yeah, yeah, I've seen uh, the first season. Okay, um, I'm gonna reference something a little bit farther ahead. You, yeah, I don't care. Out of context, it won't make too, it won't make too much sense. Um, this is from the main character, Aaron Yeager. If you win, you live. If you lose, you die. If you don't fight, you can't win. And uh, this is coming from when uh, the Aaron himself and. Uh, his uh, one of his closest friends, Mikasa, the girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they're, uh, they're just kids, right? Um, in this situation, Mikasa's living uh, out in the, in the countryside with their family, and uh, something that happens in the, in the anime is that Mikasa's a specific race that's a kind of a rare commodity. Like and, a what? Uh, a rare commodity. Why is that? So they're, they're uh. They make uh, the Asian race in this show rare. There's not a lot of Asian people. Okay. They specifically name them Asian. I, I believe even specifically Japanese, but I think it's, it's only Asian. Okay. So what, happens, what happens is uh, Aaron and his father are going to go visit Mikasa because Aaron's father's a doctor or whatever. And uh, when they're, before they get there, there's these um, – what's the equivalent of poachers for people? Human traffickers? Oh, yeah, human traffickers, yeah. Yeah, they come in and they want to. They, first of all, um, Mikasa's half um, half uh, Asian, half uh, whatever uh, race they are in, in the universe. And uh, they come in and they're like, "We want the mother because she's pure Asian." 
And I'm like, that's fucking weird, whatever. So they, they want they want to take her, but the father comes in, they get in the fight, they kill the father. The fa- the mother comes into fight and they kill her as well. So like fuck, all we're stuck is with the, the girl. I guess we're gonna take her. Little did they know is that this other little kid, Aaron, is outside with the fucking <laughs> He's outside with the knife and he stabs him. He stabs one of the men that are trying to kidnap Mikasa. Yeah. And uh it's only it's, so it's two or three grown men against Aaron. And Aaron's telling Mikasa, who at this point has seen both her parents die, and she's lost all hope because her only joy that was there was gone, her parents. And Aaron tells her this quote, if you don't win, you're going to you're gonna die. And he tells her this, and something snaps in her head. And uh, if you've seen any of the, of the Attack on Time uh, series, she's a really good fighter. Yeah, she's pretty she's, badass. She, ex- she exceeds in everything that she does physically. And it and it becomes activated after Aaron talks talks to her about this is that you need to live you you're not gonna die here you're gonna live and we're gonna we're gonna survive this. We're just telling her it's like if you're not gonna do anything you're gonna die so do something if you want to live. Exactly, and uh, it's something that that uh, comes into the series a lot. It's uh, the freedom of choice, and she's free to die there. Uh, she's free to die. She's free to just lay over and die or just give up. But this uh, this person that comes in, Aaron, uh, giving the the person a freedom of choice is something that she's never really been accustomed to. So coming in and just shattering her world and making her the person that she is today, it's something that I, I really like about the series. And this quote really encompasses the, a lot of the series. It's like, hey, if you're gonna, you have to fight to win. First of all, yeah, just, just don't give up. Uh, it's like we were talking earlier, you know, like you, you got to have yeah. the strength to live the life you want to live, right? Yes, exactly. So there's another quote, um, you know, back to chaos, right? So there was different chaos gods, um, and then there's the, the chaos god of knowledge, which is uh, Zinch. Well, one of the Primarchs, so the Primarchs are the genetic template that all the space marines for that faction were, or that chapter were based off of. And the Primarchs are the sons of the Emperor. Well, one of them was Magnus the Red, and he was a giant dude, and he always sought knowledge. So Horus, Horus was his favorite. That was the Emperor's favorite. But he also loved Magnus. Yeah, I mean, he loves all the sons of stuff, but like, clearly Horus was his favorite. Well, um, these space marines and a lot of people in the universe have chaos, or uh, not chaos, psychic powers. And the Emperor thinks like, oh, psychic powers is what lets chaos basically you know if you have psychic powers it's because you let chaos um win over you you know you're tainted by chaos or whatnot and um is that Mag- what the green orcs are the the orcs they they have uh psychic abilities as well yeah um yeah but are they are they aligned with chaos a lot or not really they're they're chaos in themselves but they don't worship a god you know they have or they worship their gods uh mork mork and gork or something like that orc and or Mork and Gork, which is the, uh, okay. um, but yeah, I'll get to those guys later. But um, Magnus the Red, his quote is, "If I am guilty of anything, it is the pursuit of knowledge." So the thing with Magnus the Red is he had psychic abilities, and he was talking to the Emperor. He found out that Horus was on his way to fight him to take over, and um, Magnus talks to him psychically. He's like, "Hey, you know, Father, like." Horus is on his way. He has betrayed you, this and that. And then the Emperor is like, what the fuck? How are you talking to me? 
And he goes, well, it doesn't matter. He goes, yes, it does. You're using psychic abilities. Fuck you. I told you not to. You're now aligned with chaos, and I'm going to fucking send Lehman Russ after you, which is funny. There's that whole thing of, of jocks versus nerds. You know, uh, Horace – or not Horace. Magnus is a nerd, right? He's going after knowledge he wants to read. Lehman Russ is the leader of the Space Wolves. They're as jockey as you can get. They They like to fucking – drink and fight you know they're vikings like basically they're space what's vikings the the, the what was that what's the name of the faction space wolves space wolves yeah so he sends him after him and whatnot but basically like uh when magnus was bit not betrayed but like you know that was the response he was like fuck it let's just go to chaos i don't give a fuck anymore so he just seeks you know knowledge wherever he goes but yeah if i am guilty of anything because you know he condemned him the emperor condemned him he's like you're guilty of violating you know my rules and dis- you know disregarding what i said because if i'm guilty of anything it is the pursuit of knowledge like that's a really cool quote i think that happens a lot in the different types of media like in star wars that's an ongoing thing where yeah if you learn too much too quick you what well, you turn to the dark side right no i think like, the the dark the whole point of the dark side is a uh, quick power um, you know, you're giving up doing it the long, harder way. And and episode one, two, and three, they try to limit the knowledge that the the beginner Jedi's try to learn. Yeah, they, they think they'll turn too quickly. Um, that happens in that. I know that happens in like Naruto with uh, Orochimaru, for yeah. example. Or Orochimaru is very much he wants to live forever and he wants to know know every single jutsu. That's his whole thing, right? Which is knowledge. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know. I don't know how familiar you are with the Harry Potter series, but that's the same thing with uh, Lord Voldemort. Yep. Um, his, he's also in the pursuit of knowledge. It's like, and it leads him to a, a wrong. It, it doesn't always ha- have to be the wrong path, but it's perceived as the wrong path because of you get too greedy for knowledge. You want to know everything. Exactly. It, it it's just perceived bad most of the time, and sometimes it is bad. Right. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, you know, it just depends on ethically how you proceed about it, right? Yeah, it's how people take it, it's how people use the knowledge. Right. Or not, again, just how, how do you learn it? Are you, you know, doing everything the right way, or are you fucking doing some shady-ass shit, you know? Because you can do some shady shit to learn stuff. I mean, look at the fucking concentration camps. You know, those scientists that yeah, are trying to learn shit. I was, I was going to say the same thing, is like, uh, they, they laid down so much uh, work that we use now. But the way they got it was pretty fucked up. Right. What other uh, quotes you got, Goof? I got one from one of my favorite uh, series, One Piece. How familiar are you with One Piece? Uh, a little bit. I haven't watched a whole lot of it. That's all you got to know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one comes from uh, – so one of the things I really like about One Piece is they, they use some uh, – they do reference uh, actual pirates that existed in the world or in other – uh, types of fiction. This one comes from uh, Marshall. Is Johnny Depp Blackbeard. in there? Is Jack, Captain Jack Sparrow no. in there? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Uh, Marshall Blackbeard D. Teach. Now, we all know him as Blackbeard, right? An right. existing pirate in, in, in our world. Uh, he says, and he says this uh, to uh, the main character Luffy and his crew, when you aim high, sometimes you come across fights that are not worth fighting. Now, out of context, it's kind of stupid. I mean, the pirates are going to fight, whatever. Right. But uh, what happens is uh, Luffy and his crew land on the island or whatever, and they're, they're just exploring. And uh, what what people know about the One Piece series is that there's a big treasure 
out there called the One Piece. The One and, Piece, yeah. And uh, that's what they're looking for. And that's what what spirals out the the Age of Pirates in the in the, in the series. So um, that's his, that's his goal or whatever. And his by achieving his goal, he becomes king of the pirates. That's what he wants. He lands on his island, and uh, he goes to a bar or whatever, trying to find. He's trying to find clues to something that he's looking for. And someone asks him, "Hey, so what the fuck are you doing here?" And he says, "Well, we're on our way to find this one place that people don't believe exists. So we're gonna look for it." And he's like, "All right, whatever. So why are you doing this in the first place? Oh, it's to find the One Piece." And everybody stops and starts laughing at him. And uh, this leader of another crew comes and starts laughing at him too. And says, "That's a stupid kid dream. The One Piece doesn't exist." So what ends up happening is um, they start pouring drinks on them, like uh, alcohol drinks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They start throwing bottles at them and whatever. And the main character Luffy says, "Hey," to a second, as um. What's the second command in the ship? Uh, like your lieutenant or whatever, admiral. No, I whatever. think it's, it's I think it's called the first mate. Okay. Um, he says, "Hey, whatever you do, don't throw a single punch." And they're they're throwing bottles around. Some people punch them or throw them out a window and shit. And it's like, what the fuck? And then someone else says, "There, there was um, their navigator was there with them and didn't hit her, but they, they say, what the fuck? Why didn't you fight?" I know you can fight. You could have won that fight easily. Why didn't you? And that's where this guy comes in and says, I saw the whole thing. Those guys aren't worth it because someone who trashes on your dreams is, is bullshit. <laughs> Whoever comes in and says your dream doesn't exist or can't be achieved, they're not worth your time. And <laughs> I thought that was really good because it turns out that this guy, Blackbeard, turns out to be a bad guy later on, whatever. But to, to gain this, um, for this person who is quote-unquote bad at the end to have a better insight than the people that are bullying this main character it really speaks to this person's character saying hey don't give up on what you're what you're doing right well because these guys know better too i think with experience with living your life you realize like yeah other people are full of shit when they try to put you down it's because they've given up on themselves or they don't believe in themselves Exactly, and the thing that comes into it is like those people have given up on whatever exists out there. They're just living day by day or whatever. But you, who are, who are actually trying to achieve your dream, don't stop and look. Give these guys a second thought. Just keep going, and that's where that comes in. It's like sometimes it's not fighting some fights. Some fights are just there just to throw you off course or trash on your dreams, which you shouldn't be doing. Exactly, exactly. All right, Goofy. Do you have any more quotes you want to say? I only got one. I'm going to save it for the end. Uh, no, go for it, man. All right. Well, uh, this is pretty much the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'll leave you with one quote, and I will not be explaining it, and it is, um, I am Alfarius. Uh, but, yeah, if you guys have any uh, questions, any suggestions, uh, definitely hit us up, weavingwordspodcast at gmail.com. Um, Instagram, Facebook, we got our pages on there under the same thing. And then uh, we got the Hooligan Squad Discord server. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.